Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey, folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and today I have a frighteningly good episode for you. I am here with Jonna Summers, who is, she runs Banshee Manor, which is a haunted house that runs here in Northwest Arkansas every October. And as we know, Halloween is is fast approaching. She also is a podcast creator. She has a podcast called Buying Ghosts which is is a very interesting podcast that I certainly will link to in the show notes. And then she's also the founder of NWA Haunt Tours. And if you are new to the area or you're, you've been here for a long time, but you've always looked for a place that would scare the bejesus out of you during the Halloween season, I think Jonna can definitely help you out with that. And so we decided to bring her on the show. And I'm really appreciative of, of you reaching out to me and and sharing just a little bit about what you did because I think, and what you do rather, because it is interesting. And, and we were talking about it before we started recording, but there is a whole subculture 
for these haunted houses and all that. But but we'll get to that. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good. Uh, especially, you know, loving the calendar, getting closer and closer to October provides me with a great level of excitement and stress. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, th- it is a little bit of a gray day, although the sun is a bit, uh, starting to peek out. And uh, as I look over to my shoulder and I can see Old Main behind me, but fall is fast approaching. It is. It is. And that is, it is, it's one of my favorite times of the year because fall means a couple of things. It means cider. Mm-hmm. It means, well, we don't do this here, but I, I guess, you know, up in New England where I used to live, apple cider donuts were really good. And Ooh. so, yeah, those are amazing. If you've never I've had never an apple cider donut, you got to try it. That so, sounds amazing. Yes, it's made with apple cider and it is it is out of this world. It's the only time that I actually really eat donuts. The other thing is the PSL for those that go to Starbucks all the time, which is, <laughs> you know, we're, everything has to be pumpkin spice, right? Yes. You get pumpkin spice steak, you get pumpkin spice chicken wings. And of course, you got to have a pumpkin spice right, latte. Right. You have to do it's, that. It's so out of control. It, it is, is out of really control. Out of control. It is out of control. So yes, it it is coming. The leaves are starting to fall, but it's still hot. So I, I, I in my mind, it's hard. In my body, it's hard to make that transition over to the fall. Whereas where I grew up in the the New Jersey area and being in New England and experiencing fall, it's a little different because even the trees here really don't start turning until after Halloween in a lot of instances. Oh, so. Usually November is our peak yeah. uh, leaf time. But, yeah. you know, in my mind, I'm in October <laughs> year round. Yeah, so. <laughs> absolutely. Well, why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Uh, you were sharing a, a story about how you ended up here in Northwest Arkansas, and I'd love for our audience to hear that, and 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 then we'll get into you know what you're doing and and your goals. Well, I'm not a Northwest Arkansas native, but close. I've been here since I was four, so that that's been uh, fifty plus years. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Northwest Arkansas. It's my home. I love. You were mentioning the leaves. One of my favorite sites every single year is driving up North College and then seeing all of the the hills and mountains that we have on the, the east side, you know, as they start changing, you know, seeing Old Main, seeing the Razorbacks, you know, that's all just, you know, my candy. Yeah. Um, but as far as Halloween goes, I have always been a huge fan of Halloween. I remember back in the 70s, whenever Haunted Houses first kind of started getting going with the JCs, mm-hmm. with all the charity haunts. There's always been some type of Halloween or or spooky house thing. I mean, centuries ago. But as far as a commercial haunted house that we recognize today, that really started in the 70s with the JCs. Okay. And now it's a $10 billion industry it and is. there's, you know, haunted houses everywhere. But my sister and brother-in-law, then her boyfriend, both having little brothers and sisters, decided to take us to one of the JC's haunted attractions. And I absolutely fell in love with it. And I've always loved spooky movies. And and I remember, you know, rushing home after school to watch Dark Shadows (laughs) on TV. So it's always been in my blood. And I've always thought this would be really cool to do someday. I want to work in a haunted house. I want to, you know, be a part of that. But you know, things happen. Kids happen. Yes. Life happens. Jobs happens. And even though we always celebrated Halloween because my kids are born October 28th and October 29th. Wow. I have two pumpkin babies three years apart, but still, I use their birthdays as excuses to throw really big Halloween parties. And celebrate. (laughs) And celebrate. (laughs) But I, I've done community theater. I've done, you know, improv acting and, and things like that. I've always been creative as far as making things, but I also love business. I've, you know, managed medical clinics and, and things like that. 
So about, I guess about 15 years ago, there was a show on the Travel Channel called America's Most Haunted. And they, yes. they highlighted some of the great big haunted attractions that have literally 20 or 30,000 people go through every year. And it really kind of reignited the fire of how much I loved Halloween. And then I started getting more elaborate with decorating my home okay. and learned that there was this whole whole network of people online of, you know, how to make tombstones out of foam and things like that. And it just kind of started feeding me every year to where I was thinking about it year round. And I was like, finally, about 10 years ago or so, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do this. I'm not only going to work at a haunted house, I'm going to own a haunted house. I think I can do this. So that's where the story of Banshee Manor came about. We have a whole backstory. That's also where Buying Ghost came from, was out of that backstory. And we did a big home haunt. And we would have four or 500 people come through our maze that we built in the backyard and things like that. But the intention was always to go into having a professional haunted house. So I started learning everything I could about the business end as well as the creative end. So I tell people all the time, Haunted attraction business is perfect for me because it keeps the right side of my brain happy with the creativity, right. keeps the left side of the brain happy with the business and the logistics and everything. Yeah. So to me, it's like the perfect match for me and my personality. So four years ago now, I had a business proposition for a locomotion, which is a family fun park here in Fayetteville that has the go-karts and miniature golf and everything. But here's the deal. They also had a laser tag room. Okay. So I I approached them with a business proposal and said, hey, I would like to come in and put in a haunted house in your laser tag room and patio. And it's going great. It's a wonderful partnership. And we work together on a lot of things and they help promote it. We in turn help promote them. And this year we're going into our third or fourth season. Wow. So it's a lot of fun. Man, and how many fun. how many people do you keep track of the number of people that come through for the attraction? Last year we did over 20 uh, about 2,200 or so. Wow. That's and a lot our of people. Goal, it is. And our, it is. And our goal is I mean, is, is there a year. certain number of people that can be in there at any given time? We try to keep our group small. Okay. Because if you get too big of a group, yeah. then maybe the front half of the group sees the scare and the back half is just kind of like wondering what happened. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we keep our group small for that reason and they're easier to pick off one by one. Right. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that. That's great. And, and I like how you've kind of linked up with other people businesses. And that's the thing I, and I, I've always said this anytime I talk to entrepreneurs on this, on this podcast is that people here in Northwest Arkansas are really open to working with other folks. I don't see, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not really territorial or it's not like mm-hmm. locomotion would take your idea and create their own haunted right. house or something like right. that, which I think is kind of cool. Um, the haunted attraction industry is pretty much that way across the board. Right. We have a huge convention in St. Louis every year called Transworld. And there are people from other companies or countries coming to that. And it is huge. There's probably, you know, probably 20 or 30,000 people that go to that. And that's where we buy a lot of our supplies. And that's where we take classes on both businesses, how to improve your scare, how to improve your haunted attraction, marketing, safety. We got CHAOS certified, which stands for Certified Haunted Attraction Occupational Safety, something like that. I love that. CHAOS. Um, and so my house manager, he went through all of the training for that to be aware of safety for fire, crowd control. Um, in this day and age, you have to be ready for anything, you know, yeah. shooters, et cetera. So we stay on top of that. One of our first things we think of is is safety. Safety, yeah. Not just for the people who are coming through our hunt, but also for my actors. You know, whatever we do, we want to make sure we're doing it safe. We want to give the illusion of danger, not 
actually put people in danger. But we share one of the greatest things at Transworld or any of the other conventions across the United States is basically just to sit down at a table next to somebody and say, hey, I'm Jonna Summers. What is, what's your name? Where are you from? What kind of haunt do you have? And just start talking and sharing ideas and experiences. And so it's a great community that way. And I think, you know, if more companies or more industries did that, everybody would be a lot happier. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think that is a great example of it. And you guys actually were recently bestowed upon it with an award, one of the top 10 haunted attractions in Arkansas. Which was a total shock to me because right. we are so much smaller than everybody else yeah. and we're, we're still, you know, new. Um, but yeah, there's this website, uh, thescarefactor.com has a directory as well as a listing. There are 32 haunted attractions listed in the state of Arkansas. Out of the top 10, seven are in Northwest Arkansas. Wow. So this is a great spot for any Halloween lover or haunted attraction lover because you can come here and actually hit multiple haunts in one night if you do it early in the season before the big crowds. Right, right. And and I think the thing about it is a lot of these kind of start fairly early in the month of October, right? Because I mean, even right. like even Lowe's right now has all their Halloween decorations mm-hmm. up. So you know it's close to Halloween oh, yeah. when you start seeing those. Before it would be sometime in September. Now it's creeped into you know, August, it, you start seeing the Halloween decorations. As soon as the back to school is over, yeah, then it's, it's, it's Halloween it's, time, baby. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, well so, t- so tell us a little bit about what I'd love to learn ab- about Banshee Manor and, and just kind of what has been your inspiration with how you developed this haunted house and the experience behind it. Well, because Banshee Manor is so much smaller than, other, than the other haunts in this area, I needed to provide something different. And because I've done a lot of acting and improv and stuff, I wanted to offer something different from everyone else. So I heard a quote a long time ago by Stephen King saying, going through a haunted attraction should be like walking through a horror movie. Hmm. Okay. And I took that to heart. So Banshee Manor is a medieval castle. And in the medieval castle, we have the McCarlick clan, which is a Scottish clan that was evil and notoriously ruthless. And the Banshee grew tired of their evil ways. So she decided to punish them by trapping them within the halls of the manor with the souls of the victims for all eternity. Ooh. So you learn the story. You You travel (laughs) through the story. So from the time you get out of your car in the parking lot, you're going to be entertained until you get inside. Don't worry about the long wait line. Yeah. Because we have entertainment. We have the crone sisters, which are three witches who share with you the story of Banshee Manor. Plus they entertain you and share some fun and, and Halloween hilarity with you. And then you get into the haunt itself. Yeah. But it's it's a lot of fun. You'll enter, you'll meet the, uh, like I said, the Crone Sisters. You'll meet the McCrawlicks themselves. You also meet some of their victims and, and just some other little surprises that you'll meet whenever you're in there. So it is uh, very immersive. Now, I love that. I love that. It's, 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 um, you know, that that is I think it takes a lot of imagination to put that on and, and the inspiration that you get, I think, is is that certainly I, I applaud what you guys are doing. Thank and you. it does make a difference, I would imagine, for the audience and for the people that experience it. So I mean, we have scares, but we don't have like the same type of scares that some of the other haunts that they are perfect at. Right. Just right. for us, this is what what is working better for us. And this is what um, is kind of setting us apart. And different things, I think, scare different people, too. Oh, definitely. And, and, and I don't know, I, like, I'm a big, I actually like, like, I was walking with my wife this morning, and we were talking about, 
I was telling her about like Edgar Allan Poe and I was like oh, yeah. how I love Edgar Allan Poe's mm-hmm. poetry. But she was like, oh, I didn't realize like she had she hadn't read a lot of Edgar Allan Poe's stuff. But I said, listen, the cask of Amontillado, if that doesn't scare the bejesus out of you, I don't know what will, because just thinking about that and, and um, you know, I was I, I was that kid like you were. I was that kid growing up that, you know, and I, I probably probably shouldn't have at the young age. But I remember seeing Halloween and mm-hmm. all of these movies and. You know, the, ch- 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 pow, oh, yeah. you know, of Jason. And I mean, all of that is uh, I can play that stuff over in my head. And I remember seeing it. And, and you know, y- you may be listening to this and you could go one way or the other. But I think we all like to be frightened a little bit and, and just, you know, kind of put ourselves at on uh-huh. edge to kind of figure out what's coming next. And I remember going to some really amazing haunted houses that every year during the October season would just be you know, there was always something new that, that was there. And I, I really enjoyed that. And, you know, again, like you said, it's a big industry, $10 billion. There's a lot of different opportunities. It's an industry that has emerged and has evolved with the times. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a high amount of safety involved, but then there's just, just good natured fun. So tell me a little bit about like somebody coming to this, how, how much time should they allot to spend there? It really depends. Like mine, on our busiest nights, our, our queue line got up to about 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. But like I said, you're going to be entertained while you're in that queue line. So right. it's not 45 minutes sitting there or standing there looking at your phone or talking with your friends. You're going to be entertained, you know, so it's it's part of the show. Right. The haunt itself, because it is smaller, really depends on how fast you go through it. We have people who run through it. Right. And I'm like, they're screaming their head off and running through the whole thing. I'm like, <laughs> you didn't even see anything. But and then there's others who really take it in and and really enjoy it. And so it really depends... On you and your group, how yeah. long it takes. Okay. But it's it's a full experience. It's also only $10. Well, there you go. So it's a great way to spend $10. And we also, on Sunday nights, if, if it's hard for you to come out on a Friday or Saturday, Sunday nights, we also partner up with different charities. Okay. So on those Sunday nights, we have... We donate one dollar of each ticket that's sold okay. to that particular organization's charity. Okay. And um, that has worked out really well. And we've we've raised a lot of money for... Do you, already, do you already have your charities lined up for the 2019 um, season? Not, not, they're not finalized yet. Okay. So if there's All any right. organizations that want to talk to me, let me know. Give me a holler at scream at BansheeManor.com. Right, right. And uh, we'll we'll set that up. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that would be a fair amount of money, too, uh, you know, for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. So cer- certainly we will um, be sure to push that out on social media and encourage people to 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 reach out to you. And we'll we'll share all of your contact information and and everything in the show notes so people have an idea of what um you know what to expect and and how they can get in touch with you and when can they start buying tickets well we we don't do advanced ticketing okay. you just you, you just come into okay. you show up at locomotion if you make it through the parking lot and you actually get inside <laughs> yeah <laughs> little spoiler there you just buy your ticket at at the front desk of locomotion and they direct you out to the patio where the festivities you start. know really kick in yeah yeah that's awesome so, so tell me a little bit about, because I, I love how you've kind of coupled this podcast with, with Banshee Manor and, you know, to kind of continue this idea of, of, of a haunted attraction and just, just this idea of, 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 you know, creating scary stories. And I don't know if you listen to lore mm-hmm. or, or you do. Are I you do. A, I'm how a about huge, Cabinet of Curiosities? I'm a, I haven't heard of that one. Okay. I love audio dramas. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. love them. I remember listening to my dad had the old LPs and then the cassette tapes of the old radio shows yes. and we'd listen to them at yes. home or in the car. Yeah. And then several years ago I got hooked up 
with We're Alive. Have you heard that one? No. To me, I think it's like the gold standard for audio drama right now. What's it's it called, called We're Alive, We're... and it's a zombie apocalypse. Huh. Full cast audio drama. It's to, amazing. And they have that. a couple of other uh, spinoff series from that. But there's a lot of great audio dramas out there. Oh, and, t- tons of them. Yeah, tons of them. Yeah. And to me, I get kind of bored when I'm like working you know, at my computer for eight hours, I get kind of bored listening to the same music over and over. So I like something else, like I said, keep the right side of my brain happy. Yeah. But I had actually, whenever, shortly after I started doing the, or I came up with the backstory mm-hmm. for Banshee Manor, I was thinking, well, what if I get tired of doing the medieval theme? Right. And I want to move, you know, Banshee Manor through through time and bring it more current and stuff. And that's kind of how the story of Buying Ghost came about. Oh, so there okay. is definitely a tie-in between Annie and her family buying this Victorian manor with the hopes of turning it into a bed and breakfast. Right. At, who She wants to basically capitalize on the paranormal craze. She wants to bring in ghost hunters. Right. And they can, you know, go through her, her B&D looking for ghosts. Almost like, you know, maybe the Crescent. Hotel, you know, how they bring in people in Eureka Springs, you know, something like that. That's that's her whole shtick for buying this. But the problem is she finds out it is actually haunted and it's a little (laughs) bit more than she had planned. So so buying ghost is Annie and her family dealing with with all of this that they're encountering at this old Victorian home, which is actually set in Huntsville, Arkansas. Okay. Now, I don't say Arkansas in the audio drama, but you hear us mention Huntsville. And the crossbow and things like that. And that, that's all from areas of Northwest Arkansas that I just absolutely love. Right. So I started this book. I'd occasionally pull it out and work on, you know, five or six chapters. And then it'd sit back on my computer for six months and yeah. things. But a couple of years ago, I started thinking, wow, this would really, maybe I can make an audio drama out of this. I know a lot of actors. I think this is something I could do and it would be a lot easier than trying to get it published or, right. or anything like that. Um, then this last year, I met uh, a good friend of mine now, Jude McCoy, who is also a writer. She's published where I wasn't. And I was like, hey, I've got an idea. You want to help me with this? So we basically took what I had for the book. We rewrote it together into an audio drama script. And I just was able to, you know, recruit several of the great actors. I mean, everyone in the cast, with the exception of two people, are part of Banshee Manor. Okay. okay. So that kind of tells you how Banshee Manor, the level of acting that yeah. you're going to get inside Banshee Manor. Ties in. And I had a chance to listen to a couple of the episodes, and, I, and, and we'll, we will put a link to the episodes in the show notes, but you can find Buying Ghosts anywhere that you find really great podcasts. Just type in Buying Ghosts and you should be able to see that in there and, and check out um, what these guys have done. And I, I think it's just, I certainly applaud applaud your efforts and the quality is great. It is not easy to do no. an audio drama. <laughs> it's not easy. There's a lot that goes into it. So they're not really, the nice thing about it is that they're fairly short. Yes. And so you can listen to an episode in like 15 minutes. Yeah, 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's like the perfect place. Yeah. And then you just kind of get in and you listen to it and then, you know, yeah. you know, if you get hooked, you're like, okay, I want to listen to the next one and the next one. And so. Yeah. It's a limited, it's, there's only 10 episodes. Right. Right now we've got six episodes out. We're getting ready to bring in 
probably by the time this airs, we'll probably have all of them out. Okay. So you can binge listen if you want to. Yes, yes. Because that's what we do nowadays. We don't, we we don't, (laughs) nobody sits around looking in the TV guy to see what's coming on. It's like everybody is dealing with time shifted entertainment Mm -hmm. where they listen to it at their own time and when they want to. So, yeah, I've learned so much about doing an audio drama that part of me is like, I'm never going through that again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But part of me is like, it'd be a shame to let this much experience go to waste. Yeah. So we're kind of waiting to to see whether or not there's going to be a buying ghost season two. Okay. All right. Well, good. Let's hope, let's hope that there is. I got to get through October 1st. Yes. There you go. There you go. (laughs) And and it will listen the way this summer went by fast, it will come quickly. So, so since we're going to give you the moniker of the proverbial queen of the haunt, here in uh. Northwest Arkansas. That's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna say. I so, like that title. Yeah. So why don't you just kind of share with our audience just a couple of their other options? Because again, you know, you you know a lot of these other people, proprietors that do these other haunted houses around here. And there are some people like to just every weekend in in October go mm-hmm. to a different place and get a different scare. So yeah. would you be willing to share just some of your, your I notes? I would love to. Yeah, and we'll and what I'll do is I will take these and uh, put those as part of the show notes. So anybody listening to this episode will be able to go to I Am Northwest Arkansas and click on the podcast episode for this particular one and be able to get that information. But go ahead Sounds and just great. share just a couple of them. If well, you- I want to start with, um, we'll go to the uppermost northwestern corner of the area and talk about Carpenter's Mortuary Spook House. <laughs> they are in Gentry, Arkansas, and the building that they're in was an actual mortuary up until 1950. Ooh, really? <laughs> and recently, they actually had the Heartland Paranormal Research Organization come in and spend a night in, in the building. Okay. It was certified actually haunted, because they had had through, they've had this space for a long time, and they had had different things happen, so they brought them in. And they actually captured an EVP of a female voice. And you can hear that if you go to their website, which is mortuarystudios.com. And their tickets start at $13. They also have some deals on their website. And they're doing something new this year in that on October 17th and October 24th, they are doing a guided ghost tour. There will not be any actors or props going on or anything. You will just get a guided tour through this building that, wow. like I said, has been certified actually haunted. Yeah. Their haunt is great. They do kind of an asylum hospital type theme, and it's really great. It's a good haunt and well worth the, the drive out there, Okay, I think. Okay. Then I'm going to bring you to Nightmare's Haunted House in Bentonville, technically Bella Vista. Sure. They are the oldest haunt in the area. They've been around for, gosh, I think almost 25 or 30 years, oh, wow. something like that. Yeah. Maybe not that long. That's like, they make that makes them the grandfather of They've the They've been around house. since 2003. I can't do math. Don't oh, make me do math. Okay. They're commonly referred to as the haunt with the bus. It's funny how many people are like, yeah, I've gone to haunted houses. I can't remember the name of this one, but they have a bus. And I'm like, yes, that's nightmares. <laughs> so everyone remembers it as, as the one with the bus, and which I think personally is kind of worth the ticket price itself. The bus trip itself is pretty, pretty awesome. But they are a charity haunt. They are with the uh, Bentonville Breakfast Lions Club. Okay. And what they do is the money they collect from this haunted attraction, they use it to fund some of their community charities and outreach programs. So everyone who's working there is volunteer. They put in a lot of work, and it's it's a great haunt, a great, great haunt. And it's kind of, I guess you would call the granddaddy 
in Northwest Arkansas when it comes to haunted attractions. Right. Now, if you want something a little bit different, if haunted houses aren't really your thing, but you're a fan of zombies, you need to go to Eureka Springs, which is the Eureka Springs zombie crawl on October 26th. I can't remember how many years this has been going on. I would say for at least five or six, if not longer. No, it's got to be longer than that. But it has just grown to literally thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And you can either decide to be part of the zombie horde or you can just fear the horde. The great thing is, is this is all free. All it costs is two cans of food. All of that goes to the local food bank. They actually just recently won a big award or was nominated for a big award for their charity and and everything. And Eureka Springs has really just embraced this event. So there's all kinds of other Halloween events going on in Eureka Springs, too. Right. This is a family friendly. It is not like a beer crawl or a pub crawl or anything. So if you've familiar with Eureka Springs, you've got these big winding streets, Mm -hmm. you know, leading down through the basin, down to uh, Main Street. And so just imagine literally thousands of floats and zombie attack vehicles (laughs) and zombies just shuffling their way down through Eureka Springs. It's quite a sight. And if you go to their website, which is the uh, Eureka Springs zombie crawl.com, you can see some videos from past years and stuff. And it's, it's quite an event. Unfortunately, I never get to go because I'm oh, busy, in the middle of I'm busy doing my thing. But that's probably one of the first things I'll do whenever I retire from doing a haunted <laughs> attraction is I'm going to go check out the zombie crawl in Eureka Springs. Not far from Eureka, if you want to come a little further south, is the Expelled. The Expelled actually has been voted the last couple of years as the number one haunt in the state of Arkansas. Okay. Uh, must see haunt. And it's great. It actually started out as a small charity haunt. And then it just kind of blew into this big, full, full-grown haunted attraction. It's in an actual old butcher warehouse <laughs> in Eureka. And they do an amazing job. And tickets start out there $15. And again, they're going to be open the 1st of October or the first weekend of October. Now, they also have what's called a sissy night. <laughs> sissy night. So if you want to kind of see cool, scary things, yeah. but you really don't want to be scared because you're a sissy, that's the night to go. <laughs> so. And then they also have a night called The Unleashed, and it's a very extreme hands-on haunt. So those are special nights. All of that information is on their website, theexpelled.com. Tickets begin at $15. Again, definitely worth the drive out there. Oh, it's yeah. pretty yeah. amazing. It sounds like it. It sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. Now, going towards Salem Springs is who I refer to as my sister haunt because we have, we've done a lot of things together. I actually work for them. In the off season. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but they're, they put on a great haunt. It's called Riverside Entertainment Haunted Attraction. And they actually have a huge haunted house called the Warehouse of Fear. And then they also have a walkthrough called the Swamp Walker Trail. And mm-hmm. those are, are mm-hmm. both great. They are open pretty much every Friday and Saturday like everyone else. They will be also open on the first weekend of November. And then on October 24th, they're going to do a Lights Out, which means... Total darkness. Total darkness. I think they may give you like a glow stick not or that, something. Not that anyone is afraid of the dark, but no, yeah, yeah, of course not. <laughs> so, man, there there are just so many yeah. pro- programs going on. And and I mean, it's just, I think what, what like, I'm definitely, I'm going to put a PDF on this show notes so people can just print this out courtesy of, of Miss Sum- Summers and, and, you know, get a better understanding of all that is available to you. And yeah. You know, as the founder of NWA Haunt Tours, you certainly represent Thank you, you know this medium very well, and and, uh, and I like the fact that there is a connection there. And you know, it's funny that you mentioned that 
with regard to the charity work and how and with a lot of these events money a lot some of the money's diverted to to good causes mm-hmm. and i think it's not that a business isn't a good cause but i think it's it's something that we should be aware of and there's always an opportunity to give back even in, even when you're doing fun stuff like right. this so yeah, it's great and can i mention one other one sure this is not a haunted house if you like laser tag sure modern mission laser tag here in fatville mm-hmm. if you've ever been in there it is an amazing set it's like literally walking into like an abandoned city. Yes. There's a tank and everything. And what they do is an annual zombie battleground. Oh, man. And that's where you go in there and it's timed. You don't go and stand in line. You have to call and reserve your time. But you are actually in there literally fighting the zombies. And they keep record of how many hits you get, whether or not they get you. Right, right. So it is a totally different experience. So uh, Modern Mission Laser Tag. If you've got a small group of friends that wants to do something totally out of the box, that's oh, the place man. to go. Yeah, my kids love Modern Mission. It's it's a lot of fun. And I, I would encourage anybody listening to this, if you haven't been to Modern Mission in Fayetteville, it's just over there behind um, where the Signature Plaza is by the corner of uh, Joyce and um, Crossover. It's kind of not, not terribly far from that intersection, but definitely check out Modern Mission. I, I uh I would certainly recommend spending some time over there. A lot of uh, young people and a lot of children have birthday parties there. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. a great place to go. But this sounds like this takes it to a whole nother yeah, level. Yeah, this is so. definitely something for like the older crowd that wants something a little, a little bit different, different. You know, yeah. teenagers who are big on video games right, and things like that. Right. It's like it's like a real life video game yeah, in there. Yeah, no. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that does sound cool. So, well, listen, as we close out. I would love for you to share since you've been here since you were four. And, and, <laughs> yeah, long you know, time. Not, not that long ago. I'm an old woman. It's okay. <laughs> but 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 uh, tell us, what are some of the things that, where, where's the favorite place that you like to go eat here in Northwest Arkansas? Oh, wow. There is a little place in Johnson, not far from where, it's basically between my house and locomotion. Okay. So I'm on that stretch all the time. Yeah. But it's on the main street, Johnson. Actually, there's two places there. The first one is La Media Luna. Okay. And it is... An amazing Mexican, authentic Mexican restaurant. Okay. And the presentation and the food I eat there all the time, never gotten anything bad. It's amazing. And then Wright's Barbecue there oh, yeah. in Johnson, too. Yes, they've been on the podcast. I, I know. Oh, yeah. uh, I know Jordan. I listened to that Jordan one. <laughs> Wright, yeah, I know Jordan Wright very well. He's a good guy. Uh, they were just at the Fayetteville Roots Festival, mm-hmm. and um, their barbecue is insane. So, it is. yeah. It's well, really see, good. they had their food truck there. Yes. And I yes. used to, on my way home from work, a lot of times I would stop in and grab a bite from their food truck. Right. And they give you so much that usually I would have my dinner and my lunch the next day. Right. <laughs> you had a little of. bit of everything. And then whenever they moved into the house, it's too crowded. Yeah. I hardly get to eat there anymore because it's always so crowded. I mean, it's, there's always a line. I mean, oh, I yeah. try to go at off times, but there's all there always seems to be a line when people really want to be there. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's the challenge. Yeah. My friend and I, we were actually, she called me and she's like, hey, you want to go out to dinner? Uh, there's no there's no crowd in front of rights. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. So she swung by and picked me up and we went over there and we pulled in. And we were like, oh, yeah, that's because they're closed on Monday. Yeah. So we ended up in Luna. So. <laughs> so there you go. Well, at least you had a backup and it's right near yeah, there. So I had a backup. But yeah, yeah those are two, my two favorite Your two favorites. Places. Okay. Yeah. All right. There and in Bentonville, uh-huh. if you've ever gone to Foster's Pint and Plates. No, I know about it. I've never been there. Foster's that Pint and Plates. That is a really cool environment. It's It's just a great place and great food. And if you get their their bread pudding, oh my god! Yeah, it's pretty it good. Is, oh, it's, it's good. sinful. Okay, it's sinful. 
And uh, finally, what what would be one thing that you would like to share, especially for somebody that's considering moving here to Northwest Arkansas as we continue to grow? And that's, again, one of the reasons why I did this podcast is because we do have a lot of people moving here Mm -hmm. on a regular basis. But for someone that's basically a native for all intents and purposes, what would be one thing you'd share with, with somebody considering moving here as to why they should come and consider Northwest Arkansas? You know, we have great diversity. We have great culture. We have great schools. There's a lot of good things. And I think the people who come to Northwest Arkansas that don't like it, that I've noticed, they're not taking the time to actually get to know Northwest Arkansas. And that's why I love your podcast, because you're introducing people to it. And, you know, we've got great history in Northwest Arkansas, too. Yeah, The Washington County Historical Society here in Fayetteville, Mm -hmm. uh, the headquarters house, the Civil War history, yep. the the school history, yeah. Um, yeah, Pea Ridge. We've got Prairie Grove as well, but we have a lot of church history. Did you know Arkansas or Fayetteville used to be known as the city of churches? I did not know because that. there was literally a church on every corner. Right, right. We've had some great, great people through here: political leaders, civil rights leaders, religious. Leaders. A man named Clinton came through here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, now, regardless of where you fall on the political spectrum, Fayetteville has to claim Bill Clinton. I mean, we the, do yes, claim you know, I've, I've, I mean, Arkansas claims. I mean, he's a yeah. native son, obviously, yeah. from Hope, but I think that uh, you can't ignore that. But there are a lot of, there are, I'm just amazed when I find out all the people that are from this area. And I'm like, wow, it's just, there's a lot, there's a lot here. So, I see whenever I grew up in Springdale, there was, I think the population was like 7,000. Yeah, yeah. And whenever I was in high school, yes, we had cars when I was in high school, so I'm not that old. But the <laughs> big thing was to, whenever you got 16, you were 16 and you got a car, you would go to Fayetteville and you could actually, it was like a big deal. A big you were deal. going yeah. to a whole yeah. other city yeah. because there was nothing in between. Right. You could actually tell when you left one city and went, went to, to the, the other. Next, yeah. Bentonville now it's hard is just to tell them apart the now. Oh, yeah. It's just all one big place I mean, now. Rogers merges into Bentonville. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there you can see a little bit of the difference between Rogers and Lowell and then Lowell to Springdale and then Springdale to, you know, Johnson's really kind of the annexation of Fayetteville. We, and- uh, Johnson is the stuffing of the Oreo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Because right. living in Johnson, I can tell you this. My water is through Springdale. Yeah. My address is Fayetteville. We have Johnson Police, and then our trash is out of Tawny Town. So I'm kind of like in no man's land, but at the same time, I'm in the middle of everything. Right, right. <laughs> and it's interesting. I, one, 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 one week, I'm going to do an episode on on the resurgence in Johnson because you know they have big plans for, oh, for yeah. Johnson. And we have fancy the master plan fancy community. Fancy new little and, signs that yeah, you can't read at night. Yeah. So it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see what Johnson's like in the next. Five to seven years. Yeah. So I think you'll you'll be surprised at what you see. So but uh Jonna, thank you so much thank for, you. for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. It has been a lot of fun. Folks, I just I really want to encourage you to check out Jonna Summers and check out the Banshee Manor. It will be open several weekends in the month of October. We'll put all those dates in the show note. Check out the Buying Ghost podcast. And if you get a chance, check out NWA Haunt Tours. To learn more about all of the haunted tours that are available here in Northwest Arkansas, there's a lot going on here, and we just want to give you a sense of what's happening, especially as we come upon the Halloween season. 
and I need to find some scary music to bring us out, and I will find that. So whatever you listen to after the close of this, don't hold me accountable. I'm just trying to set the mood. That's all. I'm just trying to set <laughs> the mood. I think I could probably suggest a few things. I think you can, and I may have to take you up on that. So listen, that's it. That's all we have for today. Again, thank, thanking our guest, uh, Jonna Summers, for coming on the podcast. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, you can listen to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast anywhere that great podcasts can be found. Please download it, subscribe to it, share it with a friend. And if, you, if you're so inclined, please leave a review and let us know what you think about the podcast. How can we get better? As always, you can find us at IamNorthwestArkansas.com. And I'm your host, Randy Wilburn. And I got to tell you guys, I'm a little terrified right now because <laughs> I don't know what to expect in the month of October when it comes to all of these fantastic haunt tours, especially the Banshee Manor at Locomotion right there at the bottom of the hill, almost as you enter Johnson there in Fayetteville. So I hope you guys get a chance to check it out. Would love to know what you thought about this episode. Would love to get feedback if you guys are able to listen to this episode and then go check out some of these haunted houses. Maybe we'll have to figure out a way to do a follow-up episode and talk a little bit about that. So I appreciate that. You guys have a great week and uh, we will see you next week. Remember, we come out every Monday at 12 noon. We'll see you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.